0: Welcome to the Conscious Living Podcast, conversations to educate, empower, and enlighten our world. An uplifting and inspiring series of conversations and talks with your host, Jackie Woodside. We are educating minds, empowering lives, and enlightening souls to create a world where love prevails. In this engaging podcast, we deliver exciting, positive, transformative talks and teachings designed to elevate your life. Now, let's join our host, Jackie Woodside, for this week's session. Hi everybody, Jackie Woodside here, and I wanna welcome you to another edition of the Conscious Living Podcast, where it is our mission to educate, empower, and enlighten our world. Thank you so much for being one of the people that's committed to awakening humanity in this time and in this space. And today, I'm so excited to bring to this platform, a dear friend and colleague of mine, someone who I've known for many years who I admire and wanna be like him when I grow up Kevin L. Knox is a professional coach. He's an author of nine different books. Oh my gosh, I don't know how he's had time for all of that. He's a dad. He works with aspiring speakers. He's on the big stages as a keynote speaker himself. He helps uh, to coach people with their signature talk. He writes signature talks for other speakers. And he's also uh, helping authors create and launch their book into, into the whole ecosystem of their product, their talk, their book, their message. And their courses. So I couldn't be happier to feature my dear, dear friend, Kevin Knox today. Kevin, thank you so much for being with us on the Conscious Living podcast. Do you mind just saying a couple more things about yourself so people can get to know you a little bit? Yeah,
1: absolutely. First, I got to say thank you. Now, Thank you for having me. Um, anytime I, it's, I have the opportunity to be on your platform it's an extreme blessing. And I'm just grateful and humbled that you would even ask me to be a part. So thank you for that. Thank um, you. And so also enough. that crazy introduction. That was beautiful. I, I was know, like, oh, right?
0: You, you can know, just put that on play. Like, just put it on loop.
1: You can listen to that. I'm um, the speechwriter. You are on that one. I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, no, you,
0: you, you crush it on stage. And, you know, for our listeners, just go to YouTube and look up Kevin L. Knox. His, you know, your um your videos that you make they, I know I've admired them for years they are so so good and you are so good on stages and you know I'm just so glad you're being recognized uh, you know as as one of the premier people out there today on on the big stages. So congratulations.
1: Thank you. you. Yeah. So, you know, my name is Kevin L. Knox. Um, A lot of people know me as Coach K. Knox. And, um, you know, I'm an entrepreneurship coach and uh, number one uh, in the nation. I'm super excited. I I get excited to say this because it just happened, but I'm now the nation's top book writing coach. And so I'm really, really
0: excited. Oh, Kevin, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Thank the you. nation's yeah. top book yeah. writing coach.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I worked hard to get there too. So that's why it's such an accomplishment, you know? And so I remember when I first wrote my, uh, my first book. And so to go from that to it just being a dream to actually like getting a title like that means a lot. So. Oh
0: my gosh. Congratulations. And, you know, I love what you just said, Kevin. You said, I worked hard to get there. Because one of my pet peeves, Kevin, is that I think that some people think that conscious living or awakening and hard work don't go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And you and I as entrepreneurs know that, you know, you can be conscious and awakened. And and I I honestly feel like the more that you're conscious and awakened, the harder that you work. Uh, There's actually a quote by George Bernard Shaw that says, the harder I work, the more I live. And yeah, I know yeah. I feel that way because it's not work, really. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, was it Freud said that work is the um, adult's expression of child's play yeah,
1: and, yeah.
0: Uh, and I know that I feel that way, but I you have worked hard. you have an amazing work ethic, and I'm so glad that you're being recognized as. Yeah. The, the world's top, the nation's top uh, book uh, author coach. That's extraordinary. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, it's cool. Because a lot of times people, you know, you like you can get a coach to help you with writing your book and things yeah. like that. But like, I, I, I don't like do the courses or anything like that. I like to work with the people one on one hands on to help you write the book from A to Z. And so like, there's nobody doing it like that. And as far as your comment on work, you know, my grandma turns 97 coming up. And uh she, I'd be like, "Grandma, why don't you just relax and chill? You're 97, you enjoy your latter days. And she said, Well, I still got work to do. And so wow, Kevin. You know, she she always reminds me, you know, you can have all the faith in the world, but she said, always let your work ethic match the level of your faith. So
0: wow, and so I'm just curious, what work does your gram have to do at 97? you
1: know, what's great. I think keeping me in line. That's what I think. <laughs> so, keeping you in line. That's yeah, for sure. you know, so she, because she always gives me those little nuggets at the right time, you know? And so, you know, like if I get discouraged and, you know, on this entrepreneurial journey, which I do sometimes, I say, well, Kevin, um, you know, your faith must always pass the test of discouragement to get to, to graduate to the next level. And I'm like, where do you come up with these, like, ideas, you know? Your
0: faith must pass the test of discouragement to get to the next level. Wow.
1: In order to graduate to the next level in life or in anything that you do, faith has to pass that test of discouragement.
0: Yeah, because you're going to fail, right? You know, you're not going to, I don't know too many people that step up to the plate and hit the home run the first time or hop on the bike and go, you know, crashing down the street first time. We've all... Gotta go through those failures. And you know, especially as entrepreneurs, thought leaders, teachers, authors, you know, uh, most people's first books aren't USA Today or New York Times bestsellers. (laughs) You
1: gotta Yeah. You know, as people hear that I have a total of nine books, and I tell people, you know, it's not that I'm just nice and I'm sweet. Like I yeah, I can write my butt off, but a part of those nine books is because I had to take time to get it right. Like, you know, I have a book on like relationships I got a book on faith I got a book on perseverance but I had to finally get to what is the book that is like me like from my target audience I had to find my target audience and I learned that through trial and error you know so so great
0: and you stayed with it you you know you let that discouragement pass the test. That's uh, your grandmother is amazing. I hope I get to meet her someday. Yeah, she's something else, man. Sorry. Really glad that she's still yeah. there and taking care of you, keeping you in line, as you say. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, you're you're a coach. You're a coach to entrepreneurs and authors. You're on the big stages. You're very well known in your community. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, I, I just so curious to pick your brain a little bit. Cause I also know you're very committed to living an awakened life that you really think about your values and what kind of a person you're being and how you're showing up in the world. So mm-hmm. what does it mean to you to live life consciously? How, how do you,
1: I, yeah, think I know it's a great I question. Isn't it? To me, it's about awareness, you know, like, you know, I wasn't aware of a lot of, of the negative things that took place in my life or what was preventing me from getting to where I wanted to be, you know? So like negative thoughts or negative uh, uh, negative things that you entertain, I wasn't, I didn't have the awareness of how much of an effect, like hearing something negative or being told something negative was, or even me speaking and thinking what what have on me, that's, you know, they say that the truth shall set you free. And I do believe that it is true that the truth can set you free the moment you realize the lie that's holding yourself hostage.
0: Yeah.
1: And the lie that was holding me hostage is a lot of times the lies of the thoughts of that I can't do it or that I'm going to fail and that I, you know, things like that. But when I started to develop the awareness that, wait a minute, just as much power as this lie has against me, so does this truth. And the truth always weighs to outweigh the fact. Fact is I'm scared. Fact is I'm nervous. But the truth is I'm capable.
0: Yes.
1: And so when I and you're willing. Yeah. You know, but and that's the thing, you have to you have to take a chance. Like you, you know, you cannot be courageous without having fear present. And so anytime I feel present, fear <laughs> presents an opportunity for you to be courageous. You know, so I, I just that. started to feel the fear and do it anyway. And you know, I became conscious that wait a minute, what I desire is inside of the cave that I feared to enter. And so I started to develop a consciousness of, well, what am I more afraid of? Am I more afraid of my fear of failure or more afraid of the fear of being a shoulda, coulda, woulda? Right. You know? And so now when I say I develop that awareness, before I allow a negative thought to come to my mind, I question it. And I start talking back to the thought. Yeah, yes. The thought, Kev, you can't do it. Well, why can't I do it? (laughs) Yeah. That's really what it looks like. It's using your thoughts to change your thoughts. Exactly. And before I doubt, Jack, you know what I found out? Did you know what I found out? I found out that self-doubt is a choice. And so I said, well, if self-doubt is a choice, that means when I doubt, I'm choosing to. So before I doubt, I now doubt my doubts. You know? Oh, I love that. Say more, say more. You doubt your doubts.
0: Say more about that. So how, there's I, a lot of wisdom right there. You
1: know, before, <laughs> so before I doubt, I doubt my doubts because I've learned that it is our faith that has the ability to move mountains, but it's our doubts that have the ability to create them. And so sometimes we can't get to where we want to be because we're creating these mountains of doubt, making it harder for ourselves. Yeah. And so, you know.
0: And we create those mountains of doubt with our
1: thoughts. Exactly. I, yo, I, man, if there was anything that changed the trajectory of my life, I can honestly say it was l- like the awareness of like my thoughts, yeah. you know, and even just knowing how to take control of like, you know, I still get thoughts that negative thoughts, but it's learning yeah. how to no longer entertain them and check them at the door exactly. quickly, you know? Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I think a lot of people, misunderstand this, Kevin. So it's so great to hear someone as successful as you doing so great crushing it with your business and in your life, you know, every area of your life here, I still have negative thoughts because I think a lot of people think, you know, maybe they look at us, you know, we're on podcasts or we're on stages and like, oh, well, they've got it. They don't have to struggle with that. But no, negative thoughts are part of the human condition. It's hardwired into our DNA because it's from kind of the ancient, you know, kind of caveman brain where fear and negativity were part of survival. Mm -hmm. If you weren't walking around being careful and looking what's behind that next bush and what's that guy doing with his spear, and I'm not too sure. If you didn't have a lot of those thoughts and, you know, in our earlier development, then you'd end up dead.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 So fear fear, and negative fear thinking is a good is, thing.
0: Yeah, it's fear negative thinking is part of the human condition. And, and I think when people don't understand that, they walk around thinking, what's the matter with me? Why am I so negative? What's wrong with me? Look at them. They don't have negative thoughts. No,
1: mm-hmm.
0: everyone has negative thoughts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that sometimes, like, you know, they say comparison is the killer of all joy. You know, joy is nothing more than just strength. You know, joy doesn't mean like happiness, you know, like, no, joy is like the ability that despite how I feel, I'm still going to persevere, you know, and you get joy. This is where joy comes from. Strength does not come from the things that you know you can overcome. Joy comes from and strength comes from the things that you thought you couldn't. So you could look back over your life and you say, Yo, I didn't think I was going to get through that, but I did. And when you, when in the reality of the awareness or the consciousness of like, oh, I got through that comes joy, right? But what happens is when you compare yourself to other people, like, oh, but they're still so further than me and they're this and they're that, you're not counting your blessings. You're not counting how far you've come. And now comparison is now the killer of your joy, the killer of strength. And so, you know, and so I think that's what keeps people stuck.
0: Kevin, I, what you just said is really profound. I, I don't want to just step over that because I, I've actually never heard that before, that joy is strength. Oh, yeah. uh, and when it's you experience joy, it's not that, you know, it's not happiness on steroids. Joy yeah. is not happiness on steroids. Joy is strength when you've overcome something difficult. And I don't know why, but when you were talking about that, what leapt into my mind was I had an experience once of doing a firewalk. And uh, one of the activities before doing the fire walk was, yeah. uh, you know, different, you know, warm up activities where we broke a board with our hand, and uh, mm. we did these different activities. And one of them was to break an arrow uh, that was pressed against my throat, and mm. another person holding it taut with a board, and mm. to rush to that person and break the arrow in two. Yeah, and I was scared to death. But when you were talking about Joy is the feeling when you come through something you don't think you can. I mean, I was so scared doing that exercise, like tears in my eyes, thought I was going to die, thought I was going to be impaled. My knees were literally quivering. And then I, you know, did all the, got the coaching, set my mindset, all the things you have to do to be safe and careful doing this. Please don't try this at home. Um, But as I, as I took the coaching and did what they told me to do and rushed to this guy who was holding the board and. And the, the arrow broke right in two. And yeah. I hugged this guy, you know, who, who helped me break it. And I was, I was elated. I was filled with joy because I overcame something I was afraid of. Yeah,
1: yeah that's what it is. Like, well, you, you picture uh, in the Olympics when they're running a race, you know, you ever know that they're tired, they're exhausted. It's just that it's the joy that takes over them. It's, it's not like oh, hey i'm happy let's go get some wings no it's like not it's a it's an overwhelming joy because you work so hard for something you know what i'm saying there's still the curiosity of like all right i got Uh, the uh, competition okay I got fear in lane one I got self-doubt in lane two you know what I'm saying I got my haters in lane three and all of these things are on a mission to outrun you but you have to outrun that competition of discouragement you have to outrun the competition of doubt and fear and so when you get to that race you're nervous you're believing in, in your capability but you're thinking like oh will I be able to overcome this and guess what? When you beat the time, like, wait, oh my gosh, I have my, the best time that I've ever had. You cross that finish line. It's not that you're just happy. It's a joy. It's a strength. Right. And with it comes like, oh, wait, I'm stronger than that fear. I'm stronger than that self-doubt. I'm stronger than those haters. Like, you realize your strength. And that's where you get that joy. It's like, wow. Because mm-hmm. I bet you when you broke that arrow, it's like, I realized I just achieved something that I once didn't think I could, which came about joy you
0: know so So conscious living to you then is about your ability to not only just be aware this is so good i really want to dive down into this a little bit more not just be aware of your thinking because you can be aware of those negative thoughts but if you believe them if you empower them if Mm -hmm. you ruminate on them you know and kind of go with those negative thoughts you're, you're going to end up in a place you don't want to be, your life is going to be in shambles. And, and, you know, I I would guess there was a time in your life that maybe that was your story at an earlier time, you believed those negative thoughts and how that held you back. So what you're saying then is it's not just awareness of those thoughts, but it's the ability to observe them and then really use your mind to turn it
1: around. Yeah. Like, like, you know, analyze it. (laughs) You know, I think that a lot of times we just receive the thought and we accept it and we don't never take the time to like, wait, let me analyze this thought. Like, you know, and because like, you know, you're not a product of what people think. You're not a product of what people say. However, you are a product of whatever it is that you choose to believe. And it will always come down to this question. What is it that you believe? Yes. And if you don't know what to believe, those no negative thoughts and other people would define it for you yeah, yeah. you know you yeah and I, you have to cultivate
0: beliefs you know because we do inherit a lot of kind of limiting beliefs in the culture that we live in and and just the human condition you know yeah. we have a lot of negative beliefs just because our brains are designed for our survival not yeah. for us to thrive I, I like to say you have to use your mind to train your brain yeah, yeah you sort
1: totally of thinking. think that I totally, isn't it funny how you can get photographs and you can see the brain, but you can't with the mind. Right. (laughs) You can't see the mind. Yeah. And it's like, that's the powerful, the mind is so powerful. You can't even see it. (laughs) (laughs) like, (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? And you, it's with that mind that you can change and adjust anything in your life. So when I realized like, okay, I wanted to change my finances. I wanted to change my health. I, I wanted to change like, just like my relationships, you know, it's so crazy. Everything that I needed to change on the outer side of my, of myself, my life is all started on the inside of my mind. I went to my mind first. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and the thing is I had to learn about the mind. I had to study the minds, the different parts of the mind. How do I train the mind? Not just, I couldn't just take the, 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 oh, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Or, Hey, if you want to change your life, change your mind. That's cool. No. How do I change the mind? And I started to learn how to do that. I tapped in learning about the conscious mind. I tapped in and learning about the uh, subconscious mind. And I learned how to use my conscious mind to, slowly but surely change my subconscious mind. Exactly. Right. It makes sense. You know so so great. And how ha-
0: you know what are a couple of the ways you did that kevin i think that would be really valuable for our listen, listeners and also if you can just walk us through an example you said you wanted to change your finances you wanted to change your health walk us through an example because you're absolutely right that's why all my books you know calming the chaos is about time money vibe is about money it's all about the inner game of time the yeah. inner game of money because if you change your skills but you don't change your beliefs The best skills in the world won't carry you because you'll produce what you believe.
1: Yep. There's this quote I love that I I say, and I say, it's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. And what it was, was that I had to reprogram my self-image of how I see myself. And I learned that my self-image is not how I physically see myself in a mirror. My self-image is how do I see and view myself in my mind? And so I realized that, oh, wait, I have to adjust and change how I see myself. I want, I wanted to go from six figures um, to half a million, then from half a million to a million. But there was a point in time where I was only at like 60,000 a year. Yeah. And that hundred thousand felt far-fetched. Right. But I was never gonna get there if I didn't first begin to see myself as being worthy to accept and be that person that can be uh, at 100,000 a year. What's crazy is when I was able to make 100,000 a year, I said, it, it, I had to do it all over again. Cause my, I, 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 I could see myself as, oh yeah, I'm good with six figures. That's, that's, that's who I am, six figure cave out here. But what crazy is, no, now I have to do it again. Reprogram your self image to see yourself at a, a, a half a million. And so now I'm at the level where I'm at currently, currently I'm, I'm at the point where, no, now see yourself as that millionaire, you know? And so again, it goes back to what we were saying earlier, that strength does not come from what you know you can overcome, it comes from what you thought you couldn't. And every time you achieve something that you thought you couldn't, comes that joy. And so now, but with joy, joy is your strength. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I had the strength to go from 60 to 100. I got the strength to go from 100 to half a million. So that then gives me the confidence and the faith and the consciousness, the awareness, like, oh, just maybe I can now go from 500,000 to a million. You know what I'm saying? That's and amazing. so the things of how I was able to do that, I started with, one, writing everything down in present tense. Mm-hmm. I wrote everything down in present tense, starting with I am. My, I learned that my subconscious mind, only it controls 95% of my life. And that it didn't comprehend or understand the future or the past. It only understands the now. And my example would be is that, if Jackie, if me and you was watching a scary movie right now, we are consciously aware that it's fake, it's not real. But when they say, ah, and they scare you, we still jump because yes. our conscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real or imaginary. Right. It can only accept whatever is given to it. So then I thought, wait a minute, if I plant seeds of positivity, if I plant seeds of health, if I plant seeds of prosperity, if I plant seeds of wealth into my, con- like, like using my conscious mind, my conscious mind is choosing to plant the seed of a prosperous prosperity thought, a healthy thought, a positive thought into the garden of my subconscious mind. My subconscious mind has to by law, manifest whatever seed is planted inside of it. And then I started to learn, I started to grow a harvest of blessings out of my life. My health, I started getting healthy. I started even looking a little better too. You know, I started to, you know, I started to, I started, my money started to change. My relationship started to change because I was planting so many seeds of positivity. And was, I started to starve my fears, starve my doubts and feed my faith you know what i'm saying and i watered it and i nurtured it like i have like my rocky balboa posters i have all these different quotes as you can see i got all these books behind me yeah. because i'm conscious now wait let me set up my 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 i'm protecting my mindset so i can continue to nurture the seeds that i planted in my subconscious mind so i could continue to grow that harvest if that makes sense oh,
0: it makes perfect sense and so kevin i'm i just want to go a little another step further So what you mean by that is you had some kind of a daily practice where you were actually sitting down and writing these things. So do you mind just saying a little bit about that? How You know, it wasn't when you were driving your car down the road, you know what? So what does your practice look like of training your subconscious?
1: It was funny. I actually was watching an interview where Jim Carrey had talked about how he wanted to make like a certain million dollars or something like that, and he had a blank check and he wrote how many millions he wanted to uh make and he kept it in his back pocket nice. and then he ended up manifesting it cuz he did the movie dumb and dumber and the exact amount of money of millions that he wanted to make he made from that movie wow and so i took that same concept and i got i have i have even got a notebook now i stay with notebooks right yeah. Yeah. and i always write i am whatever it is that I want to be, or, you know, but I write it in present tense and I attach an emotion to it. So I'll be like, I'm so happy and grateful now that money comes to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. Something I got from Bob Proctor. Bob
0: Proctor. Yeah.
1: I, I I say that. And what happens is you see how I got even memorize that. Yeah, of course. It's because guess what? It became a habit. Yeah. But where our habits stored at in our subconscious mind? Mm-hmm. So I kept writing out, "Oh, I am handsome." You know, what I'm saying I, yes, I you earned are. 500 million. Thank you. I yeah. earned 500 million a year, it, or I'm so happy and grateful that I'm on. My, you know, so I would, I would put those things on paper. But I wrote it so much because see, I learned something when I was I used to get in trouble a lot in school. And I can't I mean, imagine that. I can and, and I was the detention. <laughs> I spent so much time in detention man, it it was crazy. So, but in detention they made us do something, Jackie. They used to make us like write I will not stand on the desk ever again. I will not, <laughs> I will not shoot trash uh like paper balls into the trash can. Like you have to but you have to repeat it.
0: Yeah, for like 25 times, 200 times.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know why they would make you do that? So that way you would get into your, your your subconscious, that you would never do it again. So I said, wait, if I had to do that when, oh, wait, it was a form of discipline. And I realized I wasn't disciplined in my life. So I let had to discipline myself to get to where it is that I wanted to be. And so what I did was everything I wrote, I would actually rip it out. And then I would start to use it as a meditation. And then I would close my eyes and I would see myself living the life. Like I would use my, the power of my imagination yes. and see myself living what I wrote. Then I would fold it and i do like Jim Carrey did. And I put that thing in my pocket and I carried it wherever I went. And anytime I got discouraged, anytime, like when I did have a job and I'm on my way to work before I got in the car, you know what I did? I would pull it out and I would read it out loud to myself because your subconscious mind is always listening. Nice. So,
0: no. so powerful. Kevin, I love that you, that I love the degree to which you walk your talk. You're mm. not just teaching this stuff. And what you also just, that, that story you just told about, you know, you're going to work and you pull it out of your pocket before you go in, you read it to yourself out loud you know, that, that also says that your practice wasn't just your, you know, 30 minutes in the morning of doing your quiet time, you know, oh, you everything. All, throughout. Yeah, all throughout the day, you're integrating your beliefs, you're integrating your practices at, you know, throughout the day, catching your thoughts, changing your thoughts, reading your affirmations to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's, that's how you're at a, at a half million. And I know you're going to be at that million. I look forward Thank to interviewing you, you again, when you'll be yeah. like telling that story, you know, how that got manifest.
1: You know, one of the biggest secrets that I did was I take my AirPods. Well, so what I do is I, I got an iPhone. I, um, I open up my voice recording app Yeah. and I repeat the affirmations over and over and over and over again into the recording. And then I loop it so that it goes on for about a few hours. Mm-hmm. And then I put my AirPods in. So when I go to sleep, I'm asleep. I'm knocked out, but the affirmation is still playing in my, uh, my ears, because even though consciously I go to sleep subconsciously, I'm still awake. You're hearing that message. And so I, I become, you are what you think, right. Mm -hmm. But you manifest what you speak. Mm. And so I allowed it to kind of do a, a spiritual surgical work within my subconscious mind while I would go go to sleep, you know what I'm saying? And so they say that uh, as a man or a woman thinks within his or her heart, so is he or she. Your heart is nothing more than a subconscious mind, your way of thinking. And so I realized I needed a heart transplant. I needed a change of heart. And so when I go to sleep, I see considered as me going under the knife and I allow the words of my affirmation to be that surgical procedure to reprogram my subconscious.
0: I love the way you talk in metaphors. You're such a good writer and this is why you're so good on stage because you, <laughs> you you don't just talk, you paint pictures and it, it's just delightful to, to listen to. You know, I, I feel like I've, I, I don't know if I just heard a motivational speech or a church service or, or, or <laughs> you know a lecture I don't know what I just heard but yeah. I'm like I'm vibrating at a much higher level now yeah. than when I sat down with you Kevin yeah. so I want lots of my listeners to get in touch with you to get to follow you um, how can people find you Kevin this has been an extraordinarily powerful interview and yeah. uh, I, I want I want my people to be your
1: people yeah for sure yeah so on all social media outlets Instagram, Uh, Facebook is Coach K Knox, C-O-A-C-H-K-K-N-O-X or catch me online at CoachKnox.com.
0: CoachKnox.com, And you've got to watch his videos, watch him on stage. He is just top shelf, really unbelievable talent, inspiration, wisdom, and a heart full of love. So thank you so much, Kevin, for being with us on the Conscious Living Podcast. This is absolutely a blast. I could talk to you all day and I look forward to our next go around. Absolutely, let's do it.